Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movie, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week of August 16th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 32. Chris here, as well as Charles and crew inside the garage. What's going on, guys? hey Lots of things happening this week, including Guns N' Roses releasing their first new song in 13 years. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Full vaccination <laughs> required for major festivals, including Bonnaroo and Aftershock. We'll talk about the different requirements mm. there. Limp Bizkit canceling the remainder of their tour. Yeah, I saw you that. You hear yeah. about that. All right, we'll talk more about that. Third Man Records to open their first official record shop outside of the U.S. in London next month. System of a Down announced a small West Coast tour, plus this week of music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Give us a like and a follow for our one-minute video updates every week. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all the same, mm-hmm. at Rock News Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in memoriam, nobody this week, uh, thank God. Uh, lots yeah. of new albums out. Okay. New, new albums from The Killers. Killers' new album, Pressure Machine, is out. Willie Nile, Jungle, Devandra Banhart. Uh, nice. Also, we have some new albums coming out this 20th of August from Between the Buried and Me, Okay. Bleachers, Deaf Heaven, Debbie Gibson, James McMurdy, uh, mm. David Duchovny. Oh, David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Nice. Fucking X Files and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Gesture Land. I wonder what that's all about. He's like the truth. The truth. Is he the a, truth is I out if there? He's like a lounge singer type thing. Like oh, like William Shatner. The truth is out there. Yeah. Aliens. I don't know. Yeah, take that's it. Weird. Tom I'll have to listen to that. Cool in the gang. Holy shit. Nice. Perfect union. Lord has their, her new album, Maggie oh, Rose, Martha Wainwright, Shannon and the Clams, cool uh, punk style throwback 50s kind of uh, okay. cool, cool group, Shannon and the nice. Clams. I know Dolly is a fan. Year of the Spider, new album from them. Sturgill Simpson, great. Um, like I'd say he's like a real country artist. Okay. Like, he's, like actual. Yeah, the yeah, stuff that you wouldn't hear on country radio all the time as pop, but he's a Grammy award winning uh, good country artist. I okay. Would say, if you like. Real country stuff. He's got a great voice, acoustic. The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. Oh, okay. It's the name of that. Which Dude is and Juanita. Kind of a clever uh, spelling of Dude. D- I like that. D-O-O-D. I like that. <laughs> also, new albums from Villagers, Wanda Jackson. Dang, she's a rockabilly, old school rockabilly uh, founder. Oh, Wanda, that's cool. Wanda Jackson. She's got to be like pushing 80-something. So yeah. for her to do an album, that's pretty awesome. It's called Encore. And Heck yeah, Wolves in the Throne Room, um, a heavy hardcore group there. Um, oh yeah, you could you could tell from their yeah. Wolves in the Throne Room, Wolves in the, the Throne name, Room, right. and Primordial Arcana <laughs> is their album. Speaking of heavy stuff, kicking off the tour news this week: System of a Down, Faith No More, and Russian Circles. Yes, huge West Coast tour. Check this out. Yes, uh, the dates that matter to us: Las Vegas, Nevada. They're going to be at the T-Mobile Arena on October 15th. Fresno, St. Mars Center on October 16th. That's the week after Aftershock. Oh, really? And then Oakland at the Oakland Arena on the 18th. Uh, The tickets are on sale now by the time you're hearing this. 
they also have the show coming up October 22nd and 23rd. It's a weekend at the Bank of California Stadium in L.A. with Corn and Helmet. Oh, okay. And all three of those other bands on all there. Right. Be so serving it's a out pretty some, good lineup, yeah. but with Corn and Helmet on there, too. Serving up That's, some of uh, Helmet's new beer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we were talking about that. I'd love to try it. It's like called the Betty, uh, the Betty Lager or something like yeah. that off their album, Betty. Uh, so look at this. Uh, kind of funny. I'm wondering if this is due to ticket sales or if it's due to... Fred Durst. Just as a ger- Fred Durst geriatric. being a fucking douchebag, or I don't know. <laughs> Could be a combination of both. Uh, Limp Biscuit canceling the remainder of their tour. Yeah. So it was supposed to be a big summer tour for them. Uh, they were hyping this up. I remember when they serviced this to radio, uh, like Limp Biscuit fucking coming back. They're at Aftershock. They're at all the major festivals. And yeah. They played Lollapalooza, right? That was the first show of this big tour. And then they pulled the plug on everything else. Literally, all of the shows after that have been canceled. I haven't heard anything about Aftershock, though. Yeah. So I don't know if they've canceled that. As far as I went on Aftershock's website, and it's still up there. But I don't really? know by the time you guys are hearing this if it's still up there. But it was still on the website. I think uh, Daisha was telling me that they canceled that of Aftershock. That she yeah, saw so that I don't somewhere. Know. Um, but it could be. It could be because yeah. they canceled the rest of this tour. Um, apparently... Uh, rumors began circulating that member Wes Borland had been diagnosed with COVID. Mm. So they had to get online to clear that up. He says, quote, let us be clear. Wes Borland does not not have COVID. One, two, the system is seriously flawed, which yeah. is interesting. What? I don't know what he means by that. It's Loaded. very ambiguous. Yeah. And then three, we don't care much about the BS times mm. two. We care a lot about you to the to sixth. The six? Oh, this guy. They can kiss it. Dad vibes coming soon. What? What the? What is the, this garbledy gook that's coming out of this dude's that mouth? That sounds like a intro to a um, uh, a bad Limp Biscuit song. Yeah, that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is that is honestly that is some um, you know soon to be middle middle aged men desperately trying to remain relevant. Limp Bizkit debuted their new song "Dad Vibes" at Lollapalooza oh, last week. Jesus weekend. Christ! That's so, why he's so. That's why Fred Durst is going through that identity crisis and looking like he. I don't know. Maybe he thinks it's all that's what dads look like. Yeah, that's all part of an album stunt or a thing that he's doing right now. This dad vibes thing. What a what a. I'm sorry, Fred Durst. I know you're a big fan of the show, but uh, <laughs> oh, he's I such mean, a big fan. Just stick to stick to plugging us. Stick to plugging some chicken marrow nubbins and. <laughs> you'll you'll be on our good list, but right now, you're, like after watching Woodstock '99, like oh man, um, you're, you've already kind of yeah, solidified my view of you. I don't think anybody my, wants my to see Fred Durst right now. Maybe that that <laughs> documentary kind yeah. of coinciding with the kickoff of their yeah. tour, maybe kind of screwed them in a lot of ways. Yeah, maybe people are just not really, I don't know, into yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, give me something to break, give me something to break. Dad with vibes. His new dad vibes. All right. Well, check it out. Fallout Boys back on the tour now uh, for the Hell Omega tour. They were out. Apparently, somebody in their camp had COVID. Now they're back on the tour though with okay. we- Weezer and Green Day. All right. Excuse cool. Me. Uh, so he says, "Quote: We appreciate you guys being here with us. Maybe us being here with you. Um, this week has been a clusterfuck for our band. So anyway, uh, they're back on the tour though with Green Day and Fallout Boy as scheduled. So all right. If you guys got tickets, you will see Fallout Boy. Um, all right. So." Full COVID-19 vaccination or negative test required for Bonnaroo, Summerfest, as well as Aftershock. I yeah. wanted to update, even though they weren't part on, on this prep. 
Aftershock sent me a thing that says they will d- be doing the same thing as what nice. like, this is what they're requiring. We all got it. We're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we don't have to worry, but I, I imagine there will be some kind of backlash. But it's like, hey, people, you need to get with the times. And maybe this will be a motivator for yeah. people to be like, hey, I can't see the bands I want to see because I'm being ridiculous about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, so. you know, you know, um, like we were saying before on the other podcast, 90, 96 or 97 percent of everyone nationwide who is hospitalized right now as we speak are unvaccinated. That's huge. Isn't that crazy? That's huge. And those numbers don't lie, so that should tell you something. Um, I think that normally we all wear masks anyway, like because of the dust. Yeah. So it's like, what's, you know, who, yeah, that. it's not even going to be. Yeah, all the pictures that I have the year that when Lala went that one year, all the pictures that I have were all masked up. Yep. And this that was pre-COVID. It's just, it's dusty. They so, had something to wear as aftershock. If you don't have that, you have to wear your mask at all times. Something yeah. like that. Uh, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. So just a heads up, everybody, if you're planning on going to any of those festivals. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer, and for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choices Law Firm for the Voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole. Uh, here's some of the pictures of Third Man's first record store in London. Oh, okay. Looks kind of cool. It's yeah. like a bright yellow, black and yellow uh, building uh, that's going to be opening in London on September 25th. That's it's awesome. It's the first location outside the U.S. The new location will feature a two-level retail space. Very cool thing here. An intimate live music venue named The Blue Basement. So oh. they're getting a music venue. They're, they're going to be able to do shows. Which is cool. Yeah. I imagine people on Third Man Records are going to be doing shows in London there and that kind of thing. Oh, that'd be cool if they had like an NPR's Tiny Desk concert type, type uh, vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, live from the Blue Basement. Oh, yeah. I imagine they're going to release some stuff there. That'd be so cool. And a European headquarters for the label. So it's going to be their new UK headquarters, which is pretty cool. They already have spots in Nashville and Detroit. So this is the first one outside of the U.S. Okay. Um, they're going to be doing a very cool uh, uh, record thing for to celebrate this. Uh, a lot of the UK artists they're getting involved, uh, like Paul Weller, David Ruffin, the Jesus and Mary Chain, okay, Corner Shop, Gina Birch of the Raincoats, and the Magic Roundabout. They're going to record something brand new or contribute something previously unheard to the Third Man catalog. 
These exclusive releases will be available to buy on black vinyl on September 25th. You can buy that online. But they'll have special yellow vinyl exclusively at the London store. Oh, dope. Like Third Man Record Yellow. Yeah. I like that. That's going to be cool. What's up with that picture? Why is there a dude in stripes carrying a a, a little person? Yeah, this is an artwork. Like, they tried to make it look like a a Beatles album or something. (gasps) Oh, Oh, okay. So there's a lady standing behind him, and I thought he was carrying a little person. Oh like right, from this yeah. Angle, oh it yeah, looks yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can see her foot there too, but it does look like he's like got her. <laughs> yeah. In his arms. I'm like, what is? They that? tried to make it look like it's I don't know, like from the 70s, like yeah. some artwork or something. I see. Yeah. Psychedelic cut yeah, and paste style. There's a lady with a black leotard in the back, and yeah, yeah, interesting. All right, so check that out, London right. listeners. Guns N' Roses releasing their first new song in 13 years. It's called Absurd. Oh, yeah. And they, (laughs) under the original title, Silkworms, uh, apparently was an outtake from the 2008 Chinese Democracy Sessions, and it was reintroduced by the band on August 3rd in Boston for the first time live. Frontman Axl Rose introduced it, and he's like, uh, it's originally called uh, Silkworms, but this is called Absurd. It's our first new track in 13 years. Uh, so diehard fans will remember when Guns played it, apparently for the f- first couple times in concert back in 2001 yeah. to over 20 years ago. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so apparently it's the first new Guns track in 13 years. I listened to it. It's not all that great, but oh, yeah. it's, yeah. you know, it's okay. It's, yeah. It's okay. I can see why it was an outtake. Yeah. It's um, it's like G- basic GNR. Yeah, like, it's not, not anything that's redefining the wheel or it's going to grab a bunch of new fans, I don't think, but, yeah. you know. I guess it's cool for them to – maybe it means there's more unreleased tracks on the way. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Maybe that there's, like, a bunch of tracks that could be released that we haven't heard, which is cool because we've heard the same Guns N' Roses songs for uh, yeah. a long time. For, so yeah, for 75 years. Let's get years. some new ones in yeah. the mix. That's cool <laughs> with me. I'm, I'm good with that. I still can't believe that Slash is as young as he is. I'm, it blows me away. I think it's a fitting name for Absurd because yeah. it's absurd how Slash is not – 80 years old. I know, I know. Yeah, he must he's drink like the his, blood of children yeah. to uh, stay that young. I don't know. He's like I'm speculating there. Yeah. I don't think that's actual facts. <laughs> but I think it's a fitting name, Absurd. It is absurd that this is the first new song for Guns N' Roses in 13 years. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, I think it's also absurd that it's not a song that they recorded recently since they're all on good terms and touring together. Yeah. What, yeah. The, f- what the fuck are you guys doing? You know? Yeah. You're going to dig back in the archives for some stupid old track that. You know, was an outtake. Obviously, it wasn't that great to to be on the album in the first place. Yeah, you're all capable now touring now. Why can't you record a new track now? Right, right. Yeah, you know big what I mean. Yep. So that's my gripe. Uh, Axl Rose is is so interesting to see, like how what life has done to him. Like he looks like a post surgery Mickey Rourke had sex with Emma Stone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and their baby yeah, and their visualize baby visualize that. Yeah, and their baby came out looking like a roided carrot top <laughs> with a bandana. <laughs> with a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. So there you go. Uh Kiss is going to be in New Year's in Las Vegas this year. So okay. they announced that they're going to be there uh through December 27th through the new year. So if you guys are interested in seeing Kiss, New Year's, Las Vegas, uh, that's happening. How are those geriatrics still rocking? Are, I mean, I don't know. I'll power to it off. Yeah, I'll they're, power to them. It's awesome. It'd be great to see a kiss know, show, man. but they're yeah, they, those guys are getting up there. It's probably going to be the last time we're going to see those guys. To be honest, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to do it much longer. 
Offspring got Josh Freese to fill in uh, for their drummer, Pete Parada. Remember, we (laughs) talked about Mm -hmm. he got kicked out of the band because he had this medical reason why he couldn't get COVID uh, or get the vaccine, excuse me, for COVID. Yeah. So they brought in Josh Freese, which apparently, I didn't know this. Check it out. He was in the recording sessions for The Offspring for three of their albums. Oh. Splinter from 2003, Rise and Fall, Raging Grace from 2008, and Days Go By from 2012. Oh, okay. So he's old He already knows all the shit. And he's been recording with the band. Oh, so, that's great. Uh, perfect fit. That's awesome. So there you go. Don't Nicely need Pete Parada in there. Sorry. Nicely Sorry, done. dude. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker announced a new album. A uh, mm-hmm. new album, apparently, that's going to be a follow-up to his rock style stuff that he's been doing lately. Yeah. Travis Barker produced the last one, so he's producing this new one. Yeah. And they showed a picture. I didn't include the picture. It showed uh, they got a tattoo of the new album name on their arms together. Oh, really? Which is so cute. I know. So, it's just so, so cute. Precious. MGK and Travis went and got a tattoo I, together. I'm going to be honest with this audience, and I'm sorry to offend any Machine Gun Kelly uh, fans here. I, I've listened to his music, and it's like a little below mediocre, I, I'd say for me. like Yeah, he's, that's he's a good a hev- way of saying it. He's a heavily produced, like it's, it's horrible. somebody they pulled off the street, like a back, like a... It's horrible. Yeah, in the spirit of Backstreet Boys. He's trying Boys to be type. like the uh, alternative pop version of whatever. I don't know, Blink-182 or something. Yeah. In a very bad way. You yeah. Know? It's, a very cheesy way. It's very, like, it's it's very orchestrated. Like, obviously, it is. like, he's a it's creation. It's very produced, yes. Yeah. It's like, a, he's like the fucking Hannah Montana. Yes. Of alternative yeah. music, you know? Exactly. The new album's called Born With Horns, so that's totally lame. Well, the uh, little, like, people don't know that. this, but because I caught him in the act, but when Machine Gun Kelly, um, when he goes home, he just pulls off his mask, and he's actually uh, Senator Rand Paul. <laughs> no kidding. That's, that's who that's he is. That's a little known fact. That's who he is. Wow. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, son. You feeling Okay. Yeah, just a little down in the dumps. <laughs> Don't worry, kiddo. I got just the thing. What's that sound? It sounds like the wall is breaking. Hey, y'all. I'm Chicken Merrill Nubbins, renowned blues harmonica player. Now, I may be known for sucking on my harmonica. Now I want to share my passion for sucking on chicken bones. Chicken marrow nubbins are grade A chicken bones with the nubs broken off so you can suck all that sweet, sweet marrow nubbins out easily. Wow, chicken marrow nubbins is so cool. Yeah, but what's wrong with his teeth? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's all the chicken grease that keeps my harmonica sliding through the night. No, seriously, that's disgusting. It smells like death. Don't you sass me, boy. You just hit my son. Dad, call the police. Well, hold on a minute. These are pretty good. Wait, wait a second. Where'd he go? He left a massive hole in our wall. But he filled a hole in our hearts. So get some chicken marrow nubbins tonight from yours truly, Chicken Marrow Nubbins. Uh, all right, check this out. Look at this uh, action figure that was auctioned off that pissed Fred Durf- Durst off <laughs> so much. 
that he tried to buy it himself. He went online and tried to buy this item. Oh, man. Uh, and apparently he, he bid $415, but he didn't go any higher than that. Yeah. And it ended up selling uh, for $680, a picture of Fred Durst. And it's got a <laughs> an outfit of his dad vibes outfit that he apparently was rocking at Lollapalooza. Yeah. He's got like a, I don't know, a salmon colored shirt with these aviator glasses and gray hair. Yeah. And so this dude, this clever ass uh, dude on eBay, uh, apparently the company is called Out of Stock, and they do stuff like this often. Yeah. They make fake action figures of people, and uh, oh, that's so good. Fred Durst went on to say, it- uh, "Quote: I lost the auction on this illegal toy. Things are good. Things are good, bro." End quote. Yeah. And he tried to buy it himself, but uh, give me something to break. Oh my god! I thought that was funny. He's so funny. All right. Let's uh, look at the rock birthdays. Who do we got today? Oh, okay. Or this week, Charles, who's, oh, look, whose birthdays are they? Oh, okay, so these are all people that everybody knows. These are the great, the, 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 the That's creme first de la off. creme. That's first off. It's all right. So everybody knows Ian Anderson, yes. the lead singer of Jethro Tull. He's the flute. He's yep. the f- heavy metal flute player. Yeah, absolutely. That beat out Metallica on the Grammy for best metal album of 1990. Absolutely. And he won for, it was something like... Uh, the night of the knave, and it was the term for a, a night. It's a knave, I knave. Guess. something like that. <laughs> night of the knave won for best metal album, and it was fucking Ian Anderson playing the flute. Yeah, like remember when we were talking about uh the who's it? It was Getty Lee, I think, maybe from Rush or somebody yeah. else who was like, yeah, back in our metal days. It's like, yeah, uh, no. Uh, I don't know about your definition of metal. Yeah, think of it as metal. (laughs) The next birthday is Riddick Bow. Yep, and classic, well-known, well-known musician. Yep, former heavy heavyweight champ. He's not a musician at all. He's a a musician. He's also uh, he's also very famous for the movie The Chronicle of Riddick. (laughs) The the Chronicle of Riddick is based on Riddick Bow. It is, and also. Yeah. He taught uh, Chicken Marrow Nubbins how to play harmonica. Oh, I love it. I love it. Little known I, fact. I, I loved me some Chicken Marrow Nubbins, by the way. Oh, this next gotta... guy is uh, an amazing, amazing musician. John Ferris, drummer in excess. He has old. two S's in his last name. He does. It's not Ferris, it's Ferris. Mm-hmm. He, yep, that's exactly. <laughs> you have to say it long like a snake. Since Slytherin. He put the hat Slipping on him. and then sliding on those drums. <laughs> John Ferris. <laughs> Dead. He's like, and then of course the legendary bassist here, Jim Kale, from the Guess Who, and uh, Kale, the the uh, the green Kale that we all know and love, yeah, was not named after him. Oh yeah, so it's kind of a claim to fame, but not really. Yeah, he grew up. Everybody's like, oh, did they name Kale after you, Jim Kale? Wow, is your family like? The founders of Kale? Yeah. No, not at all. Do you know a fun fact about Jim I'm Kale? I'm a mediocre bass player for a band that no one likes. That's the fun fact. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Would have been cooler if you were the inventor of Kale. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. honest, Jim Kale. He's like, no, I invented it, I swear. Something was growing I out of my armpit. I hate it. I can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, do you know a fun fact about Jim Kale? I don't. 
What's another one? Oh, I was asking you. Oh, no. Yeah. I have no fun he's, facts. Okay. He's not a fun guy. <laughs> fun fact. Not a fun guy. All right, Jim. I know you love this podcast. It's uh, all good fun, buddy. We're getting some hate mail from Jim Kale I know. and his family. Like, you motherfucking Rock News Weekly. How dare <laughs> you? <laughs> Jim Kale is a legend. He's like, let me get my stapler back. Those bass lines down. on those Guess Who albums. <laughs> all right. All this right. week in music history trivia, guys, this week in 1972, Ooh, this year. couple is arrested and fined $1,200 for drug possession in Gothenburg, Sweden. Okay, mm. they were uh, going on tour, apparently, before one of their concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, the person is quoted as saying, this will make good publicity for our concert tonight. Was it A, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, B, Paul and Linda McCartney, or C, David Crosby and his Colombian cocaine Sherpa guide. Ooh. Oh, right before I, I, I asked Lalo to attempt to answer one of these, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and throw this out for the audience here. People don't realize. So this actually happened in Gothenburg, Sweden. That's actually That's a, a very, real place. It's, it's real place and it's actually Dracula's a, summer home. It's I Dracula's it summer home, and it's also like the nicest Batman in the world lives there. Like just this real like he makes gingerbread cookies and Free healthcare, is, yeah. Bats and Bats and Manson, right? Well paid. You name. get four day work week. Oh yeah, yep. He takes all kinds <laughs> of days off. He's very pleasant, right? Yep. He's like welcome in, like. That's what it says on the floor mat on the before the back cave. Welcome in. Welcome in. Okay, Lalo, give us give us your your take on it. So I'm going to have to go with David Crosby and his Colombian cocaine <laughs> Sherpa guide, as I know they were very close. I know they were very close partners, friends, either one. They were. They were. Um, That's a good guess. 1,200 bucks, dude. 1,200 bucks. That's a big fine back in 1972. Yeah, that's huge. Five grand or something. Yeah, I was going to say maybe more. $4.3 million. Well, it's actually B, Paul and Linda McCartney. What? Paul McCartney was quoted at the time as saying, this will make good publicity for our concert tonight. But I do believe David Crosby and his Colombian cocaine Sherpa guide were in attendance at that show. Yeah. They were on the mission. They like, it was well known that what David Crosby used to do to get the finest uh, Colombian cocaine was hire Colombian Sherpas. Yeah, and they would go through the mountains of Colombia, and they you know take these long journeys. He'd put all the cocaine leaves on the back of the Sherpa and the donkey, take it all the way back, you know, and he'd have a little hut and he'd, he'd mix it all down, do his thing, you know. And then he'd write his music there. Oh, that's a wonderful story. It was a little studio. It's heartwarming. Slash, you know, cocaine Sherpa guide, you know, cocaine mixing station type yeah. of situation. And Sweden was apparently one of the, the spots where you could just take go up to the mountains. Little known fact, cocaine is grown in the, the Sweden, Swedish mountains. Oh, yeah. 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 So you have to get all the way up there, and they're grown up there, but... Uh, yeah. David Crosby knew that. They, they just scrape it right off of the mounds that, that kind of... It's not snow. It's like spice. I'll tell you that. It's like the spice melange. You think it's snow, but it's uh, not. Um, uh, uh, the Colombian cocaine Sherpa guide, I met him in like 1987. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was weird like because I was taking this mountain trek. Yeah. What was and, the circumstance? Well, he was... Well, David Crosby actually wasn't there, which is surprising. Or maybe he was there in spirit, but I was about to go up the side of this mountain and I had asked... 
I spent um, seven dollars and twenty-five cents on a on a on a guide on a Sherpa guide, and he showed up. It's kind of a in, lot, in, but yeah, but for Sherpa guides, the first, that's yeah, kind of a high rate. He was butt naked except for a single luchador mask. Wow, and that was all he wore the entire time, and it was freezing. It was like maybe twenty degrees at one point. That's what the wind chill probably brought it down to about ten. And the only thing that was odd about him was the the well the luchador mask, and then he stayed rock hard the entire time. We <laughs> for the entire journey. Wow, that's kind of uncomfortable. Just, just that's just was, making it very uncomfortable. I was like, what is going on here? Like, it was so weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you like, know. Yep, that's what happens. He take he take off his luchador <laughs> mask just to like let his like like get the sweat from his face, and he just hang it there. <laughs> kind of air it out, air it out. He'd, he'd just hang it there, and then he'd Crazy. just put it right back on. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. Little known fact. All right. Uh, on this week in 1985, let's move on to another bonus trivia question here. Michael Jackson buys ATV Music for this amount, giving him ownership of the Beatles' entire catalog. Oh, yeah. How much did he pay? Was it A, $47 million, B, $470 million, <laughs> or C, $4.7 million? Or D, $470 trillion billion million dollars. <laughs> what do you think? Lala, what do you think? I am going to go with $47 million just because it seems like a good like middle point between the two. Good deductive reasoning there, Ooh, I would say. I like that. Lalo's very reserved. He's, like, going to pick that, you know, that... I So, I am going to... Um, I'm going to agree with Lalo. 47 million. I think you guys are spot on. Woo! 47.5 million dollars gets the entire Beatles catalog at that deal. I say that's a, nice. a bargain, honestly. That's pretty huge. Because I think he sold... I don't know what... I, I can't remember... How he transferred that again uh, down the road, but he cashed out big time. Smart. Uh, it Very was, smart. I think he doubled, tripled, whatever that amount. Pretty Strawberry crazy. Field. <laughs> <laughs> he just listened to that on in his room <laughs> on repeat. Okay, Let check this out. Movie TV entertainment news this week. This is kind of cool. First 4K Ultra HD releases coming out from the Criterion Collection. Mm -hmm. So Criterion usually gets uh, their definitive editions of uh, movies uh, with outtakes, behind-the-scenes stuff, um, you know, rarity, uh, you know, different things, uh, commentaries, all that kind of stuff. They're basically the definitive edition of any kind of movie that they do the treatment on. And now, for the first time ever, they're doing 4K, which is a lot of people are speculating for a long time that they, they've only been doing 2K, 1080p. Now they're doing 4K Ultra HD. And the first one mm. coming out is Citizen Kane, which is pretty pretty amazing. The first, it was Criterion's first Laserdisc release. Oh, okay. 37 years ago, and it's never been released, the Criterion version, on any other format since Laserdisc. It's known as the, the greatest movie ever made. People, people, That's what people call that's it. That's what people say. I beg to differ because The Last Dragon is the greatest movie ever made. But, yeah. But, uh, that's right. I yeah, get it. sure. Sure. I, get like, it. I, I can see how you get the two confused. Mm -hmm. You know, both, mm -hmm. both same kind of deal there. But, no, yes. Uh, also, Menace to Society, The Piano, Mulholland oh. Drive, yeah. The okay. Red Shoes, and A Hard Day's Night, speaking of the Beatles. Okay. Uh, the first of these editions and their special features will be detailed uh, later on in November when Criterion announces that. But pretty amazing, though. Orson Welles' Citizen Kane, it's been long awaited for almost nearly 40 years. People want a different version than the Laserdisc version. You had to have a Laserdisc player to even watch that thing. So you know, um, now to be able to do that, it's pretty neat. Do you know A Hard Day's Night? That song was inspired by that same Sherpa. <laughs> the cocaine Sherpa? Yeah. With, 
Little known fact, yes. Hard Day's Night is about a uh, hard day's night with the cocaine Sherpa yeah, that's and it. David Crosby yeah. and putting up with his madness. Absolutely. That's a, that's a hard night, right? Emphasis on hard. <laughs> let's let's move on from that. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Check this out in movie TV entertainment news as well. This is pretty cool. I thought this was a, a very cool tribute. John Stewart, Pete Davidson going to be hosting an all-star 9-11 tribute. Nice. Also, Dave Chappelle, Amy Schumer, John Mulaney, Bill Burr, Colin Beautiful. Jost, Michael Che, Colin Quinn. Everybody's there. A nice. bunch of comedians. They said we, quote, wanted to all put on a fun celebration to honor, the, honor this city's great resilience. The Paris said in a joint statement, it's nice to be able to do this with friends and people we love. Yeah. So, Pete Davidson be, lost his dad in 9-11. That's right. Yep, he's a firefighter. Um, and that movie with Pete Davidson is uh, kind of a story about that. Um, the Yeah, there you go. Oh, King yeah. of Staten Island. And even though in the movie they don't say that he died in a fire in 9-11, he just died in a fire in a regular house or something like that. Um, but still, it was a pretty accurate, I guess, representation of his real upbringing in his life. Yeah. Uh, basically, like, kind of living at that fire station for a while, and the guy's kind of taking him under their wing, and he's like a wreck, you know, emotionally and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Really good movie. I thought it was good, um, and he does a, a decent job in it, and I thought it was a pretty honest and real nice movie. So check it out, you it's, know, speaking of, of Pete. It's crazy that we're still plugging for, I mean, we're still pushing for um, the, you know, the police and the firefighters and ambulance and all the rescue workers. We're still pushing for them to get basic coverage for their, yeah, and it's it's nuts, and it's like they're not, uh they're not they're they're getting a, a continuous pushback yeah they got some bullshit ass settlement i guess that yeah. was like nowhere near the amount of money they needed for the families yep. and that's what why they're trying to keep raising money is because the the whatever they came up with just wasn't enough oh yeah these people are, are it's a shame heroes it's and a it, shame we were unwilling to pay for their medical expenses it's and nuts. on the other side of the coin here if you want to pay four hundred and twenty thousand four hundred fifty thousand dollars you can go to the virgin galactic space flight okay with richard branson nice on virgin galactic and they announced a price increase increase it's almost double the previous cost now oh. it's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars all right it used to be i guess in the two hundred thousand range yeah i would love to go see uh i would love to go hang out with richard branson in space as the guy who would prefer to get punched <laughs> in the balls every day from the rest of his life and now a message from one of our sponsors Bro. What's up, bro? Bro. What's up, bro? Bro. 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 Yeah, bro? Bro. Yeah, bro? Bro. Yeah, bro? Bro. 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 What's up, bro? Bro. Yeah, bro? Bro. Yeah, bro? Bro. This fucking crow's milk has me super pumped, bro. Fortified with amino acids and protein gives me the power of a crow, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Me too, because crow's milk is the drink of pros, bro. Get some crow's milk today. Crow's milk, the official drink of the Beefy Cake Fest Championship in Slovakia, Wisconsin. Don't be a wimp. Get your crow's milk today. Make sure to tell them Rock News Weekly sent you for a complimentary legal disclaimer. What do you think about gyms fading away? Uh, do you think that's going to be a thing that's going to happen? Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. I, I think that gyms are great I, I was an avid gym member for years and years and years but gyms are funky and it's like uh it's very hard to not breathe like and cough out and sometimes you're pushing and screaming and 
there and it's and it's just it's it's almost like a haven for with the, in, a, in in an era of covid and right like people basically found more out about how easily things are you know transmission factors like the flu and cold and stuff and a lot of people started rethinking their gym memberships like yep. holy shit like that's why i kept getting sick with you know cuz i'm over there sitting next to a dude who probably has a cold but he's like so into getting his muscles pumped up he's like Aah! like when you're doing that you're forcing all that spit and nastiness out and well and then half of them don't wipe the machines down oh, the yeah! right way and you're yeah, just hopping me. right on there it kills me inside yeah i remember one of the first times we went to a gym i got this like gross ass rash on my arm uh, from when i was doing this like uh, machine yeah and i was like that's from that fucking machine so i wore long sleeves after that every time oh yeah just yeah. because it like went away after a couple days but i'm like that is so gross yeah like just from a gym you know like getting a rash like that i Ugh. used to go i used to go all the time i used to love going to the gym but like now now that i know like i'm probably never going back i'm i'm yep. sorry gyms but just never going it says back. the the technology driven homes uh fitness which is like the peloton stationary bikes and oh yeah the, the mirror ones where everybody can work at home mm-hmm. with an actual trainer yeah what's the point virtual classes they're saying it's all gonna uh pass up gyms which took a huge hit during the pandemic we had one close here in our oh, hometown yeah. i love that gym too i, I used <laughs> to love going to that one um so yeah all right a couple of last stories here quick ones amazon sellers are bribing customers to delete bad reviews hmm. so they're contacting them outside of amazon and being like hey we'll give you uh, offering a refund worth more than the product they purchased. Okay. So somebody leaves a bad review for like, I don't know, I bought this uh, bass guitar, 150 bucks. It was a total piece of garbage. I could not play a worse bass guitar. You write this scathing review, right? Some of these guys are now approaching me saying, I'll give you 200 bucks to take that review down. Okay. Would you do it? Uh, or would you leave your review up there as a, like a, a you know, a beacon of truth for people about the product. I would do it in a New York minute. <laughs> and I wouldn't even. Th- I didn't even think yeah. about. I didn't even think long about it when you asked me. Like, I mean, for the most part, uh, sometimes I'll judge the the worth of a product on re- reviews from Amazon. But if you actually go through the reviews in Amazon, like you can actually tell that like even the bad reviews, a lot of those are like made up by competitors, right? And they're and they're like they're pretty crazy crazy uh fake. and i gotta say if they're offering Cheesy. more than the pro the price you pay for a product that's kind of win-win yeah it's win-win right yeah. like mm-hmm. okay I, yeah maybe i'm you know i feel bad because you ripped me off for 150 bucks but if you're gonna give me 200 bucks i don't feel bad now yeah you know like mm-hmm. okay i'll take that review down because i felt bad because i got i felt like i got ripped off yeah, yeah. now you're making it right you're doing something to you know do that so i think that's kind of valid but yeah you could you could even make money by like so using your example if you paid 150 bucks for something and then they gave and then they gave you 200 bucks to take down your bad review you could take 150 dollars of that 200 bucks hey, buy now it we're again turning this into a business <laughs> buy it again and then put up another bad review now we're now we're turning this into a business man yeah exactly so it's kind of like they're encouraging people to write bad reviews i know right if they're offering something like that yeah that's true you heard it straight from uh, chris's mouth <laughs> yeah. oh, thanks charles yeah <laughs> please please send me a guitar amazon <laughs> please we always have to get a plea in there i know <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> Somebody send me Please a send me an instrument of some kind. All right, last story of the week. Super Mario Brothers sells for $2 million. Ooh. An unopened copy of Super Mario Brothers, uh, Mario Brothers, the original one, not just 
the uh, it's the one from 1985, mm-hmm. not the one with Duck Hunt. Uh, has sold for two million dollars, according to Rally, the company that sold the game. The copy had a 9.8 A plus rating on the WADA scale, which means it was in exceptional exceptional condition. Nice. The sale marks the highest price ever paid for a video game, surpassing the 1.65 million sale of a mint version of Super Mario 64 just last month. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Woo! The price for physical games, like old school physical games, is really high right now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I remember even buying Sega Saturn games recently online. You couldn't find just a disc yeah. for less than five dollars. At just no case, no manual, no nothing. Questionable if it'll even play. Yeah. Five dollars for a disc. Wow. I'm like, what the hell? You know, yeah, and seriously. The, and then a complete game in its case, well over five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. Nuts. So, I don't know. Uh, so, I guess good for whoever sold that. Cause I that's, know, that's right? That's a hell of a find. Probably somebody from Goodwill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were reading the past couple times. Like, they found that copy of whatever rare game it was, and it was worth, like, $10,000. Oh, yeah. Something like that that was donated to Goodwill. Some people don't even know what they got, man. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah, I went to Goodwill once, and um, and I got – I looked in their, their book section – and and I bought like oh my it was like this guy's entire collection of brand new um, Batman graphic novels oh wow and it was it I don't know how who donated these or or what but probably it was a like, relative it probably wasn't the person yeah it was like That's ten the way or I fifteen think about of them a lot of that right yeah it's got to be just like oh I'm clearing out Johnny's uh, you know closet he doesn't live here anymore yeah and you know and it's like oh my god i can't believe you gave that shit away oh, it's so right? crazy they're like 30 bucks a piece and they were all in perfect condition <laughs> like i have them nuts. all it's totally nuts nuts all right guys well thank you guys for tuning in every week we do appreciate it give us a like and a follow on facebook instagram twitter at rock news weekly and of course uh check us out in uh, however you get your podcast we're on audible now on amazon give us a rating there we we would appreciate it however you feel uh, one star, two star, doesn't matter. Any kind of rating helps us propagate and get get the podcast out to more people. So thank yes. you. Check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. And we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>